Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Carry On Cast, the podcast of Easter Lutheran Church, where we to listen in yeah. to the pastors as we talk about the upcoming preaching texts and life of the congregation, what uh, current activities are happening mm. around here. And this is a special podcast today. It's a joy to be with you. And we have a full team. <gasps> what? I, yeah. What? Yes. I am Pastor Eric, here. and I am with... Pastor Kevin. And Pastor Megan. Isn't hey. that wonderful? What's up? Yay. Wow. That's fun. Exciting. All of us in the same room together. Yeah. It's, you know, summer is... is Summer was summering it up real yes. hard for us. Yeah. Yes. We're here now. This is great. Yeah. And we are... At this point, we're, you can say, well into our current preaching series. Mm-hmm. Um, we're building our future. Building we're our future. Talking about, uh, talking about buildings, but also talking about Easter and our facilities and our resources and our ministries and uh, ways we want to make sure we're using them well for God's mission among us. Yes, well put. And uh, we have a great reading for today, which will help us uh, consider aspects of that and what it means for Easter Lutheran Church. Um, we're we're uh, hearing today from 1 Corinthians, the third chapter. Mm-hmm. And uh, we, since we haven't talked about 1 Corinthians in a while, we wanted to just do a little reminder for you guys. What Where is the origin of this book? What's What's happening here? What's happening here? What's That's happening? kind of the classic question of yeah. any scripture passage, right? What's happening here? Well, what's happening here is the Apostle Paul is writing back to the church in Corinth, a church that he founded and spent some time with uh, and then left. Uh, they were doing well. He moved on like a good church planner. Um, but then he got word coming back that there were there were issues. There were problems. In particular, there were uh, some divisions among the people, some contentiousness. Um, some of them were kind of were kind of class and ethnicity divisions, but some of them were sort of uh, cult of personality sorts of things. You know, I'm following this person, I'm following this person, I'm following this person. Well, who's got it right? How do we know? Um, And and Paul's big frustration is mostly just you you are not divided up as people. You are one people. You are one body. So he's really trying to point the Corinthians back to the to the re- the reminder the understanding that you're not about any one person or group of people you are about uh, the good news in Jesus Christ and so how will you unify with that how will you come together as one community behind that good word. Um, and it's enough work apparently in Corinth that this is, you know, one of a few letters that Paul wrote. We have first and second Corinthians, so we have the two letters. Uh, there is apparently a third letter out there someplace that Paul references, but we don't actually have it, so we don't know what he said in that. Um, but we do have these letters, and they're not just uh, an inside look on a early Christian community, but it's also, I think, really good stuff for us 2,000 years later to say, what is it to be Christian community? What are the pitfalls? What are the joys? What we need to pay attention yep. to um sometimes it's it's uh sometimes it's really heartening to know how little we have changed as god's people sometimes it's real frustrating to know how little right. we've changed as god's people uh and and the first corinthians is a little bit of both yeah and i don't think it's insignificant that you know this is one of the very first books in the new testament too i always think that there's a certain order of importance and so th- these are these are important books for our christian faith today yeah well, some of the earliest uh, written things in the new testament are are the epistles mm-hmm. the letters the letters the mm-hmm. one and the two yeah right yeah well and pastor kevin you were saying too about something about some of the um 
the metaphors that Paul's using in this letter. I just yes. thought that was really neat. You know, it's it's fascinating. First of all, we always want to put a Bible in your hands. If you don't have one, you should have one. And it's so funny because I maybe I've said this before, but I still have my confirmation Bible. Do you still have your confirmation sure Bible? Sure do. Yes. In fact, looking at my my shelf right now, folks, we're recording in my office, and I don't think I have my nice first Bible. They gave us like oh, like yeah. keepers for our yep. first Bible, but I've got I've got the other ones on the shelf here, man. Yeah. So it's yep. it's good stuff. I mean, that's why we continue that practice today because adults often remember that first Bible that you received. Um, but it's just a reminder, too, is that as an adult, there are plenty of different types of translations of Bibles that have commentary, which is a smaller print below it, that really tries to open up each passage to help educate us and to help us learn more, understand what's going on in God's Word. That's helpful to us. Well, there's one that I frequently use called the Jewish Annotated New Testament. Um, and so this one is actually all the commentary comes from Jewish scholars, which is really powerful because mm -hmm. it's a it's like a fresh set of eyes on our tradition mm -hmm. all the time. Uh, and they always have something to, to kind of offer. And so the way that they frame this particular passage is that Paul is giving us basically three images, three sets of images for us to kind of try on, right? For us to think about our own discipleship, our own way of seeing Jesus at work in the world. And um, so it goes a little bit outside of this passage, but the first one uh, image he uses is mother and infants. And so he talks about the relationship uh, in the church that looks something like that. The second image he uses is farmers and plants to recognize that we're growing something together mm -hmm. and that we have a call of tending. So we all have a role in kind of being a parent, spiritual parent to someone. We all have a role as being a farmer and helping to grow things. And the third image that comes up is the builder and buildings, which is where we take our theme yes. for this month. From. Awesome. Which is great. And so we have this builder and buildings. And, and one of the images that really comes out of that is us being a skilled master builder, which is fascinating to me because literally the note, this is this is not me, Pastor Kevin, knowing these things. <laughs> right. This is me, Pastor Kevin, being a student alongside you. Yes. Right? Thank you for the invitation that you give to Pastor Megan and Pastor Eric and I each week to go to the text. Mm -hmm. You send us to the text to help us learn to grow and, and we yes. do. So yes. Thank you for that yes. Um, but one of the things that came out of this was uh, a word in Greek, sophos architecton. Sophos is where we get the word wisdom from. Architecton, I'll give you one guess. Yeah, what What? What could it be, <laughs> Pastor Kevin? <laughs> For $2, you win. <laughs> Let me just tell you all, my, my Greek is terrible, but even I know architect. So, <laughs> so Paul is inviting us to consider that being a follower of Jesus is to be a wise architect. And I really appreciate that. I mean, when you guys hear the word architect or wise architect, where does your imaginations go? I mean, I think about I think about planning and I think about something that you're not it's not a self-led plan. It's something you need lots of input on, that people have to work together, that there's a, mm -hmm. a variety of dream and creativity and practicality and um, reasonability. And I, just, I mean, I like that kind yeah. of collaboration. Yeah, Form follows function yeah. comes to mind. Yeah, Ooh. that's a architect, good one. A good architect is going to build something that works for the purpose of the whoever's going to use the building. Right. A pretty building doesn't do much good if it doesn't do much good. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Excellent. So, That's really great. Well, it's just powerful to think about mm -hmm. too, is that I don't always think of myself as an architect, <laughs> Right. Right. <laughs> like trying to draw something mm. or whatever. And yet Paul is basically saying, you can try this on. 
right, as a way that this is a skill that we can develop as followers mm-hmm. of Jesus because our world needs it. Our yeah. world needs wise architects, but it's not just the buildings. That's the thing. You might be a wise architect of community. You might be a wise architect yes. of your family. Um, there's lots of different places that we yep. can express that skill. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. There are also varieties of architects, too, who work in, like, to your point, in certain um, industries right. uh, who are – and to me, when you say that and I – and um, combined with that thought, I think about what gifts do you have? Mm. God has given us each unique gifts, and his intention is that that's what they'll be used for. So if you you know, are, are happen to be a good actual architect, <laughs> then do it to the glory of God. Right. If you are a mechanic, do it to the glory of God. Yeah. Whatever gifts and interests God has given you, it's for his will and his glory yeah, so that's a cool concept when you bring that up. Yeah. I love that. Absolutely. It was fun to 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 look out during worship specifically, but we know of those of you who are worshiping online too, like there's that. But as we look out, because you see the variety of gifts that are in the PS, yeah. right? Oh, my gosh. Folks that have made mm-hmm. incredible journeys yep. um, just with family and things like that. People who have served as firefighters. Right. People who have served as CEOs and executives. Mm-hmm. Those who have served in insurance. And, I mean, all of these jobs that, I mean, I'm kind of like the Mike Rowe. Like, I want to I yeah, right. try on all these jobs for like a day. <laughs> like, oh, and then, no. I, then, you know, then I'm back to being a pastor. But it's just the sense, though. That is, is that they all have this really unique kind yeah. of gifts. And here at Easter, we don't want to ever take for granted the gifts that God has placed in the, among the people. That's yeah. all of us right. together. And he's assembled us here. Which, right. Which really leads us to this passage. Yeah. We, should, we should hear the passage and we can talk more about it because absolutely. We're, we're getting there. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's what, what Paul's trying to set up here in this passage. So we're reading from 1 Corinthians chapter 3, and we're going to start with verse 9. For we are God's servants working together. You are God's field, God's building. According to the grace of God given to me, like a skilled master builder, I laid a foundation and someone else is building on it. Each builder must choose with care how to build on it. For no one can lay any foundation other than the one that has been laid. That foundation is Jesus Christ. Now, if anyone builds on the foundation with gold, silver, precious stones, wood, hay, straw, the work of each builder will become visible for the day will disclose it. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks Thanks be be to God. God. I just, I keep coming back to that foundation talk, right? Mm -hmm. Like no one can lay any foundation other than the one that has been laid and that foundation is in Jesus Christ. So that reminder that all the work we do together all the all the gifts we all bring to the table, uh, what it does is continue to build on that which has been made for us, which is this this life, this future, this hope that we have in Jesus. Yes. That's it. Done. <laughs> Sermon <it>. over. <laughs> Woo. Yeah. Yeah, and then and then I, you know, the the gold, silver, stones, yeah. wood, hay, straw, that suggests to me the various gifts that we have. Right. And whatever abilities you have, right? Um, you're you're gonna use. Well, God will use those. Mm-hmm. You're gonna use them. You're mm-hmm. gonna put yourself out there. Um, but it's all built on that foundation because your faith comes from hearing of Christ crucified yeah. for you, yeah, and of Christ's victory over sin, death, and the devil for you, and then the Holy Spirit 
promised to you through Christ is going to work through you. Yep. And mm-hmm. whatever for whoever you are, however God made you, it wasn't an accident. Yeah. You're not an accident. Yeah. God intended for you to be who you are, and there's never been anyone like you before. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or or ever again. And exactly who you are, exactly as you are, is is exactly what the community needs too. Right. That's a that's a big deal for Paul because he sees in this letter um, how the community is fracturing. Right, like these kinds of people are all hanging out together, and these kinds of people are all hanging out together, and it's pulling the church apart. And what Paul keeps defaulting to is that we are not called to an individual faith. We are not called to a private faith. We are called to this corporate life of faith. We are corporate, like the whole body. Mm-hmm. Um, um, the community itself. And so you'll see, you know, f- throughout 1 Corinthians, Paul will keep kind of calling people back to, yeah, but what does the community need? What is it What is it that this mm-hmm. is good for the community? I understand that you as an individual might need or not need that thing, and that's fine, you can do that, but, but think about mm-hmm. the community. Um, and so even that call to like, you know, look at all our different skills, look at all our different gifts, that's really powerful and it should always move us towards and therefore in the direction of the community exactly mm-hmm. how is god calling me to use these gifts yeah. for the sake of my neighbors for the sake of my church community yes. for the sake of the world that needs yes. me not because i'm so special and important although please hear me listener you are very special and important but it's not just about that it is about the way what you have and who you are serves the good of the community yeah. and to god's glory Great frankly point. so mm-hmm. it's it's it, it's such a wonderful way to just kind of keep your um, keep your why clear. Why are we doing this? Why do yeah. I have these gifts? Why am I supposed to be at work in the world? Well, so that you can love and serve all mm-hmm. uh, to Christ's glory. Wherever God is calling you, because yep. um, it's not just to you know. And and when you're saying that, I keep thinking about how you know living in uh, suburbs today. A lot of people kind of just pull in their garage, close the door and take care of their family and mm-hmm. what's in in their own world. And uh, as a Christian, we're called out. Yeah. Yeah. And, and the church is a great place to do that, to come um, and be a part of the sharing of gifts. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. For the good of all. Right. Like that, that reminder that um, we have many different kinds of commitments and relationships. You know, it's a very Luther thing to say that your vocation is not yeah. only like the paid work you do. Yes. It could also be something like being a student. That is your vocation, the work that God calls you to do. But it's also your relationships. Um being a parent, being a sibling, being a child, but also being a, a citizen, mm-hmm. uh, being a part of a country or a city, um, that is also part of God's call yeah. to you. And yeah. so you are, you you have a call to fulfill in that work as well. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I was so struck by the verses where it talks about foundation, right? Because mm. this is verse 11. For no one can lay any foundation other than the one that has been laid. That foundation is Jesus Christ, full stop. Yep. There it is. End of story. That's it. And that's the gift, right, is that Jesus is the foundation. He's done all the work. You don't have to. And then, like, verse 12 is like, now if anyone builds on the foundation, like, <laughs> if any of you get any ideas <laughs> about how you're going to do something when it comes to your relationship with God, right, to to make it better or to strengthen it or try to figure it out, you don't have to. Because that's not the point. The point right. is that the foundation's already been made. Yep. But if you try to do something else, it's just going to become visible that it's not going to be strong enough. Right. 
Right. It's not going right. to be strong enough to right. be able to. So don't get any ideas. Basically, mm. trust that Jesus has made the foundation, and that's that's enough. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I think we I think we want to celebrate too the fact that there's been some really good vibes here at the end of July and now into August that we just need to really celebrate what's going on at Easter right now. So for example, a couple of weeks ago, Pastor Megan was preaching and she just made mention of like, you know that oh, next year we're going to be celebrating our 50th anniversary as a congregation and everybody in at least this is at the at, Hill, at the Hill service, yeah. just like clapping. They applauded in the like, middle of the sermon and I was 0% prepared for that. Yes. Yeah. Right. Which is great. Oh, Let's boy. catch Pastor Megan off. More like that. Yeah. Let's catch her off guard. More like that. Oh boy. <laughs> I don't know if I like this challenge. <laughs> <laughs> but I think like that spontaneous sense of joy yeah. is everywhere at Easter right now. Yes. And we have to own that. We have to know that. And that's not because of anything we have done. It's because there's a foundation here in Jesus Christ. Mm. Amen. Amen. You know, and I just, yep. so the more that you see that joy or places where you experience it or feel that inside of you, like lift it up. Tell us, please yeah. tell the pastors, tell the yeah. staff, because we want to celebrate along with you. That's just pointing to God's presence. Yeah, and I and I think that's something that a lot of us get the opportunity to hear is that that people are at Easter because because they love what God is up to in this place, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but it's one thing to know that internally to go, ah, I love being here. I see, mm-hmm. I see the Spirit truly. Lead. But it's another thing, like you say, Pastor Kevin, to actually say that, <laughs> to actually tell people that story. Um, because I think that's just this really powerful opportunity. Not necessarily, yes, to bring people to Easter. It's always a work of evangelism. And also, though, to just learn how to really recognize what God is up to among us, to be listening for that, paying attention to that, being a part of that. I think too often um, we just kind of get swept away with whatever's going on and we don't think too carefully about like, listening for what the spirit is up to listening to where we are being led and in telling those stories and being able to share that excitement um i think that's where we hear some of that guidance mm-hmm. yeah absolutely it's an exciting time and yeah that's, this theme comes at a good time that's right lifting it, that up right part of the reason we're talking about this theme part of the reason we're talking about these texts is because um gosh for for at least a year now there's been uh, some leadership here at easter that have revisited the question that we tried to revisit uh about five years ago which is you know what are we doing with these two facilities uh do we still need to be two sites should we be one site what does that mean how does that building get made what does that mean mm-hmm. for easter's ministry <laughs> and the um Gosh, the answer just keeps coming back more and more and more that it really is time to be one site and do the work that needs to be done to make sure that we have the facilities and resources uh, to match the good stuff that God is up to among us. God is doing something really cool here, and we just want to make sure that we're ready for it, right? Um, So remembering that Easter's been around for 50 years and trusting that God will be the foundation on which Easter is built for 50 more years, um, that just means that we've got some work that we get Mm -hmm. to do together, and it's not... You know, any one person, it's not, you know, like Paul is saying, be careful. Like, it's not about any one builder. This is about uh, building on that one foundation together uh, because no one can lay any foundation other than that foundation that is Jesus Christ. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. And I just, again, that whole saying, form follows function, Mm -hmm. came back to mind. And so as we're discerning this one site thing, what we're really discerning is 
you know, where do we see God at work here today and where do we think we're being called? So right. yeah, I, think, I think you were saying that, but right. just form follows function yeah. came to mind again. Yeah, yeah. We, we will look like what God is intending us to look like. Right. We want to make sure that we've, that we've got what we need because it's what God has called us to do and yeah. to be. Yeah, absolutely. Cool. All right, guys. Well, unless anyone has anything else to say, I'd just like to that remind you. That was awesome. That was awesome. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> uh, folks, again, I will remind you that if you get uh, someday, we'll, we'll record the things we talk about yeah. before we talk about them. And so you'd get a chance to hear us go, oh, my gosh, what are we going to talk about? <laughs> this, is a, this is a text, man. What are we going to do? And look at this. God yeah. is good. There's yeah. always plenty to talk about because yep. we're learning from each other just, and, and we're doing this good work together. It's always it's just, always good just stuff. Just jump in with two feet, trusting yes. God by faith, yes. and it's going to work out. <laughs> God is good. All the time. All right. Well, I just want to remind you again, thanks for listening. This is the Carry On Cast, the podcast of Easter Lutheran Church, where our mission is to grow in faith and carry carry on. on the work of Jesus Christ. Thank you, everyone.